0: Welcome to Betting with the Bears with Matt and Puneet. All right.
1: Hey, all you cool clubs and berries. Welcome to Betting with the Bears with Matt and Puneet. Nilla Bear,
0: happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Uh, this was another morning where you could have told me it was literally any day of the week and I would have, I would have believed you because quarantine got me all jacked up, but happy it's Thursday.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's almost the weekend, I guess, if that counts for anything. Since we've pretty much, it's felt like an extended weekend for the last five months. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, but in terms of how we got go, what we got going on today, um, we will start with the trivia, go over picks of the day, go over some of the games that happened yesterday and around the sporting world, and then I think we're going to spend most of the time on our Western Conference NBA playoff picture because the last seed is up for grabs and it's going to be a doozy today.
0: Yeah. It's, it's kind of cool that they have all four teams playing today. So it's not like two and two. So like everything happens in real time Uh, because yeah, so everything is set in the playoffs for both the East and the West, except for the eight seed, which is still like, has so many different things that can happen. So majority of the time, of the podcast, we're going to be, I guess for the NBA specific, we're going to be talking mainly about that because like nothing, I mean, literally nothing else matters. Every other game is, is on it, is, uh, it just, it doesn't
1: matter. Yeah, exactly. So uh, just to start though, we'll, we'll, we will start with a trivia. Um, so you ready for it? Always hit me. All right. So this team across all major sports has the longest active playoff streak in yeah in any major north american sports league is it the spurs correct the uh, it was pretty much yeah, yeah it was i knew that was pretty much a a free one but the
0: only other team i could think of would be the uh the patriots
1: yeah so the spurs have 22 consecutive and i i think the patriots have um uh, it, it, it's it's like 17 or something 17 like that. or
0: 18 yeah cuz that first brady year was like oh, what 2001 2002 2003 i don't even remember
1: yeah, something like that. So, yeah, it's, it's that's pretty insane. crazy. That's
0: insane. So The Patriots need to make the playoffs five more years just to match the Spurs.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, I, I think, unfortunately, the Spurs game might – uh I, or the Spurs streak might come to an end today, but we'll get to that in a little bit here. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: So, the trivia, yeah, that, uh, that's, that's crazy. picks of the day, again, goddamn, y- goddamn nuggets. The same thing with the Pacers. We chose the a dog in the prop. From the same game, and they and they screwed us.
1: Yeah, we should probably stop doing that. Um, I know. I just
0: like it because like it's like we're riding with our dog. But uh, well, to be fair, Jokic had like his over under was seventeen and a half, and he hit seventeen at halftime, and he didn't score the rest of the game. And he played; it wasn't like they benched him.
1: Yeah, so that's that was the annoying part. At, at halftime, I was like, all right, we cashed that; that's good. And they were up by eight, actually. The the Nuggets were, so I was like, all right, this looks really good. We might go three and zero today, and and it'll be you know a second day of going streaking, but. Um, and of course, hard noise. yeah, exactly. Um, so I don't know why or how it's physically possible for your starting center to not score a single point. Who's your, the focal point of your offense for an entire half. I know he didn't play most of the fourth quarter, but still, and then, yeah, it, because it was, um, kind of a meaningless game. The Clippers, well, they, the starters actually did play a normal amount of minutes. Um, yeah, you know. both teams did, right? Yeah, I mean, it, so the we'll get to it, I guess. But the Nuggets, their starters played like roughly twenty five ish minutes, and then um, both PG and Kawhi, because that's really only who matters for the yeah. Clippers. They both played thirty plus minutes.
0: So, okay,
1: interesting. That's you know, if you think the opposite, that like the
0: Clippers would be the one to to manage well, loads.
1: Yeah, exactly. But yeah, we'll get into it. But yeah, we'll we'll start quickly. We'll go through the sporting world real quick. Make a, just a, hit a couple highlights. Then we'll review Wednesday's games and then go into the eight seed for the West mostly. Yeah, let's do it. Cool. So we'll start then with the Champions League. And oh my god, that game! I, yeah, oh. yesterday we're gonna we're gonna start with yesterday's game: Atalanta versus PSG, uh, Paris Saint Germain. Holy hell! What I mean, the the range of emotions that
0: we went through in that game was just yeah, if there was like, had my like a heart monitor set up, it would just be like, I, it would be like the stock market just going up down, up down, up down, up <laughs> down.
1: Yeah, that was a roller coaster of emotions. Um It was Neymar, you know, I, Matt and I both we had some money on, on PSG. So um Neymar, the first few minutes, I was so confident. After that, I was like, "All right, th- these guys aren't even in the same league, or yeah, in and, the same and, level."
0: Mbappe, Mbappe didn't even start, so but like Neymar no. had like three chances where like two of them should have been goals, like should been automatic. The other one should have been like semi-automatic. So we were like, "All right, we're you know we're we're
1: riding high here." Yeah, I mean the first one, his first chance was a breakaway within the first five minutes of the game, and after that, I was like, "All right, they're going to coast the victory if he can do that that quickly." I'm not worried at all. Then, after the second one, my eyebrows kind of rose. After the third one, I was like, wait, this is kind of ridiculous. It just might not be their day. And then Atalanta scored, making it 1 0. And I was just, I went from being basically on cloud nine to down in the dumps. And just, cloud zero. Yeah, I was so <laughs> upset. Because um, it was kind of a lucky goal. It came out of was, reflection. Yeah
0: and then the, the, it happened to go right to the guy and then he had a, just a, he had a, I mean he had
1: a perfect shot but yeah it wasn't like a nice set play it was just
0: kind of deflected right to him
1: right yeah so then i was i was about to go it, fast forward to the 90th minute because
0: still one nothing
1: yeah because yeah psg looked like they just could not care less about this game for whatever reason um mbappe had to come in at that point um i was getting ready to turn the tv off and go cry in my room for the rest of the <laughs> evening um but in the 90th minute they scored um, which was nice. And then they scored again. <laughs> they scored. Yeah. Spoiler. They scored another, th- another goal three minutes later. So they had two goals within three minutes. And I was back from being down on cloud zero to cloud 500 million. Yeah. Because we, that we was passed cloud nine. That was the most exhilarating. Um, it, yeah. So I was actually watching it on a delay. Um, and Matt texted me, OMG, right as Atalanta was attacking when it was tied one, 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 so I thought Atalanta had come right back to score to take the lead, and then you fast forward about thirty seconds or so, and PSG scored the game winner in the ninety-third minute. And uh, I guess I could say my load was managed when, <laughs> when that goal was scored. <laughs> you, Kawhi, everyone's loads. Yeah,
0: that was insane. You almost never see that in soccer. With like two, like in hockey, it happens a, like decent amount. But oh my god, that was like the most exciting three minutes of my entire life. Yeah, I know. I hit my peak. It's never it's never going to be the same anymore. Yeah. So, uh looking forward to today's game, uh it's probably the worst game of the quarterfinals just because like the two teams obviously are good, but like they don't have the name value of any of the other games. So it's RP Leipzig who plays for the German Bundesliga and the and Atletico Madrid who plays for the uh league, what's that? The League 1 in Spain. I think that's what yeah. it's called. Yeah. Liga 1. Um but this is a game At- Atletico should win. Uh, I mean, they beat Liverpool in the last round, who was probably like the pro- who probably was the best team. I mean, they they crushed the EPL league EPL by like Afro- a zillion points. Um,
1: yeah,
0: and Lay Pigs, but we're gonna call them the other team RP Lay Pig. <laughs> so they're their best forward who like scored thirty two goals in the Germany league transfer to Chelsea, um, and Atletico already has a good defense. So it's it's pretty much set up that Atletico should win. Yeah,
1: um, I like that. Um... Only one in the last seven games, uh, Madrid went over two and a half goals. Um, But I think that they that just shows their defense, honestly. Um, Yeah. So
0: the over under for this game is two and a half, and only like like Punit said, only one of the last seven games Atletico's played went over two and a half goals, and that was a game that they won three nothing. So, um, I mean, Le Le Pig's got a good defense. So um, I mean, I I think the game will be low scoring, Um, but. I don't know. At- Atletico hasn't lost in the last 18 matches going back to pre-COVID. Um, it's either been wins or draws. And Lepeg hasn't played a competitive match in over five weeks. So, Yikes. like I said, I'm pretty comfortable taking Atletico. Um, so, and this is if you take them winning in regulation, they're plus 113. But you can you can also just take them to advance, which includes overtime and in, and in PKs, and when that's minus 165. So, depending on what you want as far as safety you can choose either one.
1: Yeah, that's nice. Um I, yeah. I'll have to look into that a little more, but um yeah, I mean if you if you really feel confident in in Madrid, plus 113 is very juicy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly, especially when they're the I mean they're the favorite to win is just I mean, you figure are they going to win in 90 minutes or are they going to win in what's exactly. OT, OT like 30 or something and then PK. So I would yeah, I'm kind of with you.
1: Yeah. All right, well then moving on then to MLS. Um so they as we mentioned yesterday, last night the MLS had their return to the regular season with a game and it had fans in it, which is also crazy. Uh Ridiculous. so it, it was Nashville SC beating Dallas, FC Dallas 1-0 and Nashville's first game and win of the of their MLS just journey cuz they were they're an expansion team. Um, I don't know did you see the picture of what they have a picture of all the players during the national anthem and then the fans who were in attendance and it honestly looked like it was a high school soccer game yeah that was the exact thought that
0: I had looking at that picture it's like everyone's spread out there's like I don't know maybe it's like 30 people in like the front and like the main uh, lower level section so it, it legitimately does look like it's like a, a high school soccer game where like the parents are there. Some friends are there, but like every,
1: nobody knows each other. So they're all sitting in different, like different groups. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's just kind of grouped off a lot of soccer moms, which was nice, but well, yeah, I mean, uh, I don't hate that. <laughs> um, it, I will, it, you know, what's weird though, is um, I, I just know, uh, not just noticed, but I've read that. Um, so some of the fans were actually booing when the players kneeled for the national anthem, yeah, which is just ridiculous. Yeah,
0: I also saw this is a complete uh not the same thing, but the, the same game they like had the had, fans had to like sign waivers saying that like when they entered the game saying that like, they couldn't do anything if they got sick and someone like if they got sick and someone died from being at the game. So like wow. it just kind of shows like those like you sh- you're signing your life away to to watch a soccer game in person.
1: Yeah, that missed me with that. Uh yeah. there were a total of twenty nine hundred people that attended. So they had a max capacity of fifty one hundred and and two thousand nine hundred twelve fans to be exact were were in attendance. So, at least we know we have two thousand nine hundred and twelve idiots out there. Yeah, it's honestly more than
0: I I would expect. But yeah, that's uh that's enough talking soccer for today. So um the last the last thing we'll talk about for uh, around the sporting world besides the NBA's NHL playoffs are back and
1: are boy boy are they back? Yeah. Um. So, yesterday, there's a there's a pretty full slate of games. Um, I want to start with the Capitals because they, you know, they, go Washington, I guess. They they should yeah, have last night, you? though. Yeah, not great, Bob. <laughs> um, yeah, they were up against the Islanders, and they looked pretty shaky. Hopey looked awful. Um, they could not hold the lead at all. They were yeah, up. They were and up then, two
0: nothing, yeah. yeah,
1: they were up 2-0, yeah. Yeah, they are up 2-0, and then the Islanders – Scored and ended up winning four two, so they just kind of went crazy. Um, Hope he sucked. He's not what he was last year, nor their their playoff or their Stanley Cup year. Um, They didn't hold a lead. Islanders actually scored a shorthanded goal, which is unbelievable. Yeah, that never that never happens in playoff hockey in of all times too. It it was just that, and that was to tie the game, and I was like, wow, I can't believe this just. yeah, it was to tie the game, and I, I can't believe that happened, and that just gave the Islanders all the momentum in the world, so it, it was unfortunate to see, but you know what can we do? Yeah, everything else is pretty much chalk. Uh,
0: the Flyers won, ride the Flyers. Uh, the Avalanche won, that was our, that was maybe our lock of the day, and that game was actually crazy because it was 0-0 with like four minutes left in the third period, and then in the span of less than two minutes, the Avalanche scored
1: three straight goals,
0: which <laughs> we is like, insane.
1: I, yeah, I guess teams yesterday really wanted to make a statement with three minutes to go in a game. Yeah. Um,
0: and then the, the Bruins game, which got postponed from, what was that, Tuesday night, yep. played, played in the morning yesterday, uh, and they won in double OT. Um, so, t- so today's games, uh, it's kind of expected to be a, another chalk day, except for one. So the, the Lightning play the Blue Jackets, and that was that crazy five-overtime game. Um, so the Lightning are, we're clearly better. The Blue Jackets just had like an insane goalie run and they're favored by 170. And then the Golden Knights are favored by, I mean, minus 220 against the Blackhawks and the Bruins are minus one, 146 against the Hurricanes. So pretty much should be a chalk day. Um, we won't get, won't, I don't want to go too much into it because I know we're kind of already spending a lot of time uh, before yeah. we even get to the NBA, but yeah, pretty much chalk so far in the NHL playoffs.
1: Yeah, only only toss up is the Flames and the Stars. Um Calgary has the 1-0 lead, but Dallas is actually favored uh minus 1 away, but again, it's it's pretty pretty much a toss up at this point. Yeah, but, that game is yeah. essentially a pick 'em. Yeah, so we'll we'll discuss kind of those winners and see if there are any trends forming uh tomorrow. But yeah, so let's move on to the NBA. We'll we'll quickly go through yesterday's slate and then we'll talk about like I said the 8 seed going into the West. Uh so we'll start with the Pacers and Rockets game. Um, the Pacers got the win here, and James Harden went absolutely crazy without Brody. Uh, Russell Westbrook with forty-five points, seventeen rebounds, nine assists, one assist shy of a triple-double. Yeah,
0: that's tough. Yeah, um,
1: but yeah, I mean, there's not really much to take away from this game. The the Pacers
0: and the Heat are going to be the first-round matchup. Uh, that this confirmed it that there, this, the the Pacers wouldn't pass them. So the, literally, the only importance of this game was that.
1: Yeah. Um, so that'll be fun, though. Get your popcorn ready. Pacers Heat first round, which is yeah, Jimmy and TJ exactly. So we'll, we'll see a little. We'll see rounds. I think we'll see only four more rounds of that because I think those Heat will sweep. But yeah, I digress. We'll we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, next game was the Sixers and Raptors. Um, it honestly, it was basically they cleared the benches. But this game was the most fun game of the day. <laughs> I I agree completely. It was so fun to watch because it really gave kind of an AAU kind of feel to it where once they cleared the benches, the starters were up and they were energetic and they were rooting for their respective team. And it was just, it was back and forth. The offense was flowing for both teams. So they just kept scoring and scoring and scoring. Um, and I just liked the camaraderie of it. It really felt like the, the starters sitting on the bench cheering made it feel like it was game seven of the NBA finals.
0: Yeah, it honestly
1: felt like it was a game where, like, the varsity plays next and they're watching the JV team and just getting yeah. so hyped hype yeah. for the JV
0: team. Um, yeah. But no matter who is on the court for the Sixers, they're still going to Sixer as they blew a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter and they had the ball down two uh, with about, what, like five seconds left and they turned over the inbound inbounds pass. So no matter no matter what's going on in the world, Sixers is going to Sixer.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, that was unfortunate to see, but um... – for our lock of the day. <laughs> yeah, Raptors won. That's right. It was it was not it was not sad to see. So
0: good job, yeah. Philly. Proud of you. It's like the weirdest thing, the third game in the row. I'm just aggressively rooting against the Sixers. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so this Heat Thunder game, do you have any any idea why this was the most important game in NBA history? No. So <laughs> the the Sixers own the Thunder first round pick if it's between 21 and 30. So the Sixers losing guaranteed that the Thunder would have a better record than the Sixers, therefore would pick later in the draft. But the Thunder still needed to win this game to confirm that they wouldn't pick in the top 20. So the Sixers, like Sixers Twitter, just had an absolute meltdown during this game because (laughs) the Heat were up by as much as 22 in the third quarter. Uh, They breasted their starters – even while the Thunder were still playing theirs in going into the third quarter. And then in the fourth quarter, the Heat were up by as much as 18. And then the Thunder bench, because they eventually rested their starters, came back and beat the Heat bench and like and like and a crazy fate twist of fate. Uh the our former Sixer Mike Mescala, who like was hated when he was on the Sixers, hit back to back threes and hit the game winner when they were down by two to win by one. And it was just absolutely electric. <laughs> Cause now the Sixers have a first round pick that they can all blow and piss us off about. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so this was basically another roller coaster of emotions, man. Oh yesterday God. was crazy. Yeah. I mean, my health just took a hit yesterday. <laughs> yeah. So um, the only thing to note, uh, and this was funny was, was Chris Paul and uh, Jimmy Butler. So at one point, Chris Paul was um, kind of stuck in a corner and, and was about to go out of bounds. He was falling out of bounds and he just kind of threw it as hard as he could off of the, uh, duncan robinson and um it was you know jimmy was standing right there and you could tell he kind of took exception to that like why are you throwing this off of uh my teammate's head so literally the next time down on offensive possession jimmy got the ball and drove straight at chris paul and just truck sticked him and took his offensive foul and was totally fine with it and just walked down the court
0: he elbowed him just right in the throat <laughs> <laughs>
1: and they actually asked him about it and he was I like, was just
0: going to say did you see what he said after the yeah, game?
1: Yeah, I didn't see I don't saw, I don't have the exact quote pulled up but he basically was like I'm going to defend my teammates and if you come at my teammates I'm going to come back at you. Yeah, and he said especially one of my shooters. Yeah, that's awesome. Good for Jimmy. Yeah. I love that.
0: Yeah, it's cool. I mean like Jimmy's so weird to me because you like he does stuff like that where you're like wow, he's a really good teammate and then he just like imploded the the Chicago or the, the Bulls when he was there and the Timberwolves when he was there. So it's like Yeah. Yeah, I mean like he was fine in Philly. He, he wasn't bad at all, but it's just like I mean, how good? Of it, what's going on with you, Jimmy? Um, yeah, but anyways, last game of the night, Nuggets and Clippers. Freaking Jokic, man! What the hell?
1: Yeah, Ugh, again,
0: just That's make one more free
1: throw. Come on, you skinny fat boy. Yeah, Like
0: was two for four at the free throw line. You make one of those, and we have another win. We
1: have another winning record for our, prom- and, our picks, and we day. boogie. This is your fault, Jokic. Yeah, we're sending we- we're sending you a check for um, our losses.
0: Yeah, Penny P- P- and I haven't boogied because of you. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, the game itself, I mean, the starters played a decent amount. But, I don't know, it was tied at halftime. And then the Clippers just outscored them by, like, like what, like 15 in the fourth?
1: No, yeah, it was – the the Nuggets actually went at halftime with an eight point lead. Sorry, I meant tied. it was tied at the end of the third quarter. Sorry, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. So, it, yeah, again, this really didn't matter much. Um, I guess the Lakers, the Clippers really wanted the two seed because that's what – so they – Played both of their both Kawhi and PG over 30 minutes, like I said. I don't expect them to play in this last game because why would they? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the, I mean, they, they're locked. This locks them into the second seed and, and locks the Nuggets into the third uh, out west. So then we can quickly go through the playoff matchups. So, right now in the west, we have the Clippers versus the Mavericks, the Rockets versus the Thunder, which will also be an incredible series. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, the Nuggets and Jazz, um, and then in the East we have Sixers Celtics, the Heat Pacers, Raptors Nets, Bucks Magic. With the both both of those two probably gonna be sweeps. Um, so we are just waiting on the eight verse nine in the or the eight verse one in the West, which will be the Lakers, um, and then the eight verse nine play in. So this one, it, just to explain it, um, the whoever ends up in the eight seed. We'll play the nine seed, and it's going to be the first – it's a double elimination for the nine seed and a single elimination for the eight seed, meaning eight seed only has to win one game while the nine seed would have to win two games in order to advance.
0: Yeah, so basically, to use real teams and examples, if Portland ends as the eight seed and Memphis wins as the nine seed, Portland, all they have to do is win once to become the official eight seed and make the playoffs, and Memphis would have to win twice.
1: I like this. I, I kind of think this is yeah, fun cuz it adds fun. more drama. I would not be opposed to this being a rule moving forward. Yeah, to be as long quite as, honest with you. As long as like the teams I think what
0: they, they there had to be a four game uh at, at like at least four games in between or no, sorry. Um if there if the games are if the teams were less four, than four, yeah. Yeah, I fumbled my way through saying that, but if the 9 seed was four or less games away from the 8 seed, then it would happen.
1: Yeah, I I think this is cool. I, again, me I, too. I'm with it. I'm with it. Yeah, it it has some drama. So, um, the four teams that are involved for this play-in eight nine scenario: Portland, Memphis, Phoenix, and Spurs. Yeah. Um, so there but... are, are, are well, I was just say there there are a bunch of different scenarios for like how each
0: team can get in. So we'll try and make it as simple as possible. But for the Blazers,
1: all that matters is if they win, they're in the eight seed. Yeah, so to go over the games and game times, which actually makes a difference. The first team to play is the Suns today, or uh, the Suns and the Grizzlies. Both of them play play at four o'clock.
0: Yeah, so um, they're not they're not going to know what's going on when they're playing. So they're so those teams will play as as hard as possible.
1: Exactly. So the Grizzlies are playing the Bucks with uh, Zidan being suspended for the game or Giannis. Um, he for one. whatever for his for his headbutt. Um, so he's not going to play. Although I doubt he would have played anyways. Um, so I expect the Grizzlies to get that win.
0: Yeah, they're um
1: they're only favored by one. This game's essentially
0: a pick 'em, but I don't know. I mean, like the Bucks are just like so good and deep, I wouldn't be surprised if they won. But I mean, Giannis isn't gonna play. Middleton if he plays isn't gonna be a lot. Like none of their good players are gonna play, but like I don't know, even the Bucks second unit I would compare, except for like Ja, is like on par with the Grizzlies first unit. So I wouldn't like feel super confident putting any lettuce on the Grizzlies. No,
1: not at all. I, they, but I do shown... think they win to confirm. I do think they win. It's just, I'm not confident in that at all. Yeah. It's going to be really tough. I think it, it, they're not going to, the bucks aren't just going to lay down. Um, I mean, yeah, they're you got to remember that these, they're still NBA players playing, even though they're the bench, but next at the same time, Mavericks and Suns are playing Suns need this win. They've been the best team in the bubble. They're going to get this win. Obviously.
0: Yeah, they're so they're favored by five and a half. They're two. They're minus two forty money line. I'm fully comfortable taking that spread. Um, I would be shocked if the Mavs, if KP, if KP and Luka played, I'd be shocked. And if they played more than like I don't know, fifteen 45 minutes, forty five seconds. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I mean, I would want Rick Carlisle's head in, in my doorstep because that would just be ridiculous.
1: Yeah, um, I, but yeah, I mean Devin Booker, best player in the bubble right now, MVP. So hopefully he can close them out here and um, get a win. Uh, So the next game is Spurs-Jazz at 6.30. So if both the Grizzlies and Suns win, then this really means nothing for the Spurs because even if they do win, they still wouldn't be able to get to that nine seed. So that streak of 22 straight playoffs is in serious jeopardy. Uh, But the Spurs are favored by seven and a half. um, So you can see that Vegas expects them to win as well.
0: Yeah, and I think Vegas is expecting them to um, like to put forth their like full effort, while the Jazz are are again locked into their what the I think the 60 of the Jazz are. So mm-hmm. um, I like I said with the Suns, I'm take this for take the seven and a half with the Spurs, take the spread, take the money line. Like I'm very confident that they they'll win because even if the Jazz were trying, I would still take the Spurs to win because they actually look good and the Jazz don't. Um, but I will say. I personally wouldn't put anything on this until the Grizzlies and, and Suns games are, uh, are not, maybe not, I don't know if they'll finish by 630, but the outcome will pretty much hopefully we'll know what the outcome is. So, and that line could change dramatically depending on what happens in those games. So just monitor that those two games before you do anything with the Spurs.
1: Right. So then last is the trailblazers and the nets at nine o'clock. Um, again, the trailblazers pretty much control their own fate winning you're in, but if the three teams, if um, the three, yeah, I I think they'll be motivated because they, they want the eight seed. They don't want to have to play the nine seed. Um, yeah. And obviously Dame time, and he has his, still has his personal vendetta against the league. Um, and I think he's going to continue to go nuclear, honestly. Yeah, I agree. Honestly, so the Blazers are favored by nine, which I honestly
0: don't hate that spread because as good as like in scrappy, as the Blazers have looked, they haven't, they've only won one game in the bubble by more than 10. And that was against the Nuggets. Um, I mean, they beat like the Sixers, the Sixers bench unit should have beaten the Blazers. They're up by six with like three minutes left. Um, The Blazers lost to the Clippers bench unit. And for whatever reason, this like Nets team without any of their players have like played incredibly hard and incredibly scrappy and been shooting the lights out. So no matter what has gone on, honestly, that the nine point spread. I don't mind for the
1: Nets. Yeah. Um, so, basically, uh, if two out of those three teams, the the Spurs, Suns, and Grizzlies, if two out of those three teams lose, which I don't really see happening, then the Blazers don't need to really play hard. Um, they should all, get no, – they'll, they'll already have the eight seed in that Exactly. Team. And, um, yeah, I mean, there's – I just – I don't really see that happening. So, I still think that they're going to put their best foot forward here. I agree. Um, yeah, I agree. And Dame's gonna—I don't know. I, I'm curious to see what his uh, player, his over/under is gonna be, but I would be comfortable taking that because, like I said, he's—he's just—he took everything personally. he's, yeah, he's, gonna, uh, he's, he's on this MJ um, kind of flow right now, so he's gonna go bananas again.
0: Yeah, he's gonna shoot 15 threes. So I'm—I'm I'm, I'm with you. Uh, I still—I mean, the 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 Trailblazers like have lock of the day potential. I'm just saying that nine point spread, I think the Blazers are gonna win regardless of what happens, but that nine point spread is juicy. Um and even if the Blazers lose, there's there's nothing they can do to be eliminated from the playing game at all. They're at worst they're gonna be the nine seed. Yeah. Right? Isn't that isn't that correct?
1: Um, so I think there's actually a scenario if they lose and two of the other teams end up winning. Oh, I guess I had that wrong. I thought they
0: were in regardless. So Yeah, I they're, thought that they're...
1: as well, but I guess with um how the per- when percentages may work out. Yeah, if they lose and either and two of the three between Memphis, Phoenix, and San Antonio win, then they're out. So I mean, if all three win, then pressure's on big time for the. players they have to win. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. So, uh, do, you, well, do you want to spend like the next like two to three minutes just going over each scenario for each team, just so we can kind of have that out there and confirmed after going over the games.
1: Yeah, I think we can do that. We have a little bit of time. So, yeah. starting with um, the Blazers, uh, so they're number eight. If they win, or the Grizzlies, Suns, and Spurs all lose, so that's yeah, so- their number eight seed. They win, yeah. they're eight. They they doesn't or the other three teams lose, and they're eight. So they could know that before they even play.
0: Yeah. So I mean. Like we said, it's unlikely that all three teams lose. So basically for the Portland, just think, just go with it as thinking if they win, they're the eight seed.
1: Yes. Um, And like I said, if they, if they lose and then two out of three teams win, then they're eliminated. Um, Then then the nine seed quickly, if, if they, if the Blazers lose and um, uh, two of the three teams end up losing, then they will be nine seed.
0: Yeah. And which again, I don't think, I think, the most likely scenario is either the Blazers win and they become the uh, eight seed or, I mean, I can't see like two out of the three teams losing before. So if the Blazers lose, they, I mean, I could very, really, very, very easily see them actually becoming eliminated.
1: Yeah. Which would be wild. honestly. Which but I would hate that. Yeah. So would I, I, I so personally I, I want to see Portland and Phoenix just because Phoenix isn't playing. That would be well that would be so much fun i think that's what the the league wants so yeah me too. adam silver i know you're listening make it happen buddy i mean hey he
0: also wanted zion as the eight seed so let's not get ahead of ourselves
1: i know but he also knew the millions of people that listen to our pod and and he was like oh man they're on to me so I gotta, <laughs> gotta make some weird stuff happen yeah here. yeah that's true he couldn't he couldn't i mean he we,
0: we called his bluff yeah we're, we're um, on
1: we're on to you man, we're adam. on to you adam thanks for listening yeah.
0: though <laughs> Um, so yeah, for Memphis, they're the eight seed. If simply if they win and the Blazers lose,
1: so the only the only two things need to happen: they win, Blazers lose, Memphis is the eight seed. Yeah, uh, and then they'll be the nine seed if they win and the Blazers win, or the Grizzlies, Suns, and Spurs all lose. So again, probably won't happen, but they they win and you know and Blazers win, and I think those two might happen, but um, we'll see. Yeah. So. Basically, if the Grizzlies
0: win; they're going to be in the playing game. If they lose, they're most likely going to be eliminated because they're. If they lose, they'll be eliminated if by either the Suns or the Spurs win, which is pretty likely.
1: Yeah. So then Phoenix, they will be eight if the Suns win and the Blazers and Grizzlies both lose, and then they'll be nine if the Sun if they win and the Blazers or Grizzlies lose, and they'll be eliminated if they lose. Yeah. So. Um, I, eight seed is pretty unlikely cause I can't
0: see both the Blazers and the Grizzlies losing, but I could see, I could, like I said before, I could see the Grizzlies winning. I think they win, but I would not be shocked at all if they lost. So, um, I'm like, like you said, I'm really hoping that the Suns win and the Blazers or sorry, the Grizzlies lose. So that way we get the, uh, Phoenix versus Suns, eight versus nine. So
1: if, uh, Portland versus Phoenix. Yeah. You said Phoenix versus Suns.
0: Oh, huh, yeah, they're not Portland. playing
1: themselves. Yeah.
0: Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I mean, maybe like
1: their first team will play their second team. We'll see what yeah. happens,
0: but no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then finally we have the Spurs, which again, their streak is on the line, but they need the most help. Um, they So they'll get the eight seed if this, if they win and then the other three teams lose. They'll get the nine seed if they win and two out of the th- remaining three teams lose, and then if they lose, they're out. Yeah, and if they win,
0: but everybody else wins, they're also out. Yes, so I think the most likely scenario is all four teams win, and it's going to be it's going to be Portland versus Memphis. Again, I really hope that doesn't happen, but I think that's the most likely scenario. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: but the most fun scenario would obviously be Portland against the Suns. Yes. So let's so, hope for that. Yeah. So official predictions: Who do you think is going to be the eight and the nine seed? Let's get it on
1: record. All right, I got the Blazers with the eight seed and.
0: Hmm. yeah it's tough it's like I guess what do you, I, your, your head and your heart two different yeah things. i
1: know so my my head is saying the grizzlies my heart is saying the suns but i'll go with the grizzlies just just to yeah that's, why not? that's
0: the smart pick i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with my heart uh i think love is real and i'm going with phoenix i, <laughs> think I grizzlies are gonna lose
1: phoenix love is, gonna, is a lie
0: <laughs> phoenix is gonna win and i'm just gonna go i'm like i'm gonna speak this into existence like uh like LeVar Ball. I'm speaking it into existence. a yeah. boy. <laughs> Big baller um, brand. Yeah. You know me. BBB. <laughs> um, and the only other two games that we don't need to even talk about, the Celtics play the Wizards. Who cares? Uh, the Pelicans play the Magic. Who cares?
1: Yep. Actually, do not care. Don't watch. You, please, for the love of God, nobody watch that Pelicans Magic game.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> so, picks of the day. So for our lock, I know we mentioned the Blazers. Uh, the only other lock that I think would, would we could consider would be uh, – I mean, the Suns, I think, are a lock. But um, as far as different sport, for NHL, the, the Golden Knights, Vegas Golden Knights, I think they're a lock to to uh, beat the Blackhawks tonight. I mean, they're favored. They're, they're minus 220 money line. Uh, they won the first game 4-2 to after a scoreless first period. Um, Blackhawks are the, are the worst team in the playoffs. Golden Knights are one of the best they're going to win, but we can go officially with the Blazers just to get another hockey one out there.
1: Yeah, I'm good with the Blazers. Um, I, I'm pretty comfortable with them winning there. Um, and then for the dog of the day, there weren't, we didn't really want to pick the um, any of the NBA games because it's kind of wonky and we also kind of just want to enjoy the games for the the last uh, four teams. Um, so we're going to actually go over to baseball and we're going to pick the World Series champion of the world and universe <laughs> because they're the best team ever. Nationals who are currently the underdogs against the the New York Mets. So we're gonna go with the Nats. Yeah, they're plus one fifteen. So bet ten, win eleven
0: dollars and fifty cents, and let's boogie.
1: Yeah. Um, so Austin Voth is pitching for the Nats, um, and he's been pretty solid. I mean he um, he's he's under the, the rotation for him, but. Um, he is, he currently has a, a one eight ERA, a, a 0.7 whip and in 10 innings pitched, uh, six hits, six Ks, uh, and playing pretty well. I'm, I'm I'm, in, I'm impressed with what he's been doing so far this year.
0: Yeah. Small sample size, but like you yeah. said, he's been, he's been pitching well. And, and for the Mets is someone that's also been pitching well, but also kind of not one that the, no one of the Mets expected to be one of their stars or their studs, I should say, uh, David Peterson Who's currently two and one with a three seven eight ERA, uh, but he's pitched more. He's pitched sixteen point two innings.
1: Yeah, so um, just a, a quick little breakdown. The Nats they got whomped yesterday. It was not a not a good game. They ended up losing eleven to six. Um, but I think they'll bounce back. They're they're actually oddly enough they are three and one as the underdog. So all know, right, the, they they like the underdog moniker here, and and that's kind of how they rode themselves into the World Series championship last year, being the underdog. Break out uh, so, those dog masks. Yeah, uh, I, I know you love that with the, yeah. with the Eagles. Um, but yeah, I mean, hopefully, uh, you know, we, we're 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 pretty confident in this. And, and yeah, I like they, it. their bats woke up a little bit towards the end of that game yesterday, so that was a good sign. And they generally have good pitching,
0: so yeah, I think we're confident in it. So we'll go with that as our official dog. But Punit, since we've been recording, um, DraftKings released the uh, over/under for for Damian Lillard in that Blazers game. Guess what Over. Damian Lillard's over/under is for points uh 40 it's 36 and a half holy sniping. that's the that's the biggest i've ever seen um Are we taking it we might i don't know i mean i love <laughs> i love me some game but the other two so cj mccollum is 20 and a half and honestly take that under because like he just said he has a broken back
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah.
0: that kind of got glossed over he's just been like like there by the new, way yeah like posting is like yeah so we're getting pizza for dinner my back's broken i'm kind of thirsty like wait a minute yeah. <laughs> what was that middle one <laughs> I <laughs> mean, um, only other one I like Gary Trent Jr., who's like been incredibly important for them. His over/unders twelve and a half, and I mean, he can make that. He could hit five threes and hit over that. Yeah, that's so, a, ooh, that's a good one. Like yeah, that. so no, nothing official as of right now. Uh, just some. We'll uh, we'll wait for the other games to come out with like the other important games, and like maybe Devin Booker's will be in on. But um, lock Blazers. Uh, ba- like mini lock, fake lock, take Vegas Knights over Blackhawks, and then our dog Carson be a
1: good boy is the Nats. We got you. Come on, Carson. They're, they they truly are an underdog, and they like being a dog. So, let's root for them and let's get this win. But yeah, so I think that about wraps it up. We'll we'll post these two picks along with our official player prop on our social media. So check that out on Instagram and and Twitter. And um, as always, give us any feedback. But I think that about wraps bets. it up. Yep, bear stop bets. You know where to find us. Uh, but we will we will talk to you all tomorrow, and we will go over the playoffs, and and hopefully we will. See some fun stuff in the in this playing game, the eight versus nine moving forward and some fun action tonight. Uh but until next time, um talk to y'all soon and uh bears out. Peace.